Hello my beauties and welcome to a brand new episode of Tea Talk with Sha. Today we're going to be talking about all the trending topics, everything that's going on in the news, as well as the topic that you guys have requested that I've been working on. I'm very excited for this episode. The Forex episode is here, you guys, so you're not going to want to miss this one. Stay tuned. This episode has been sponsored in part by Melanin Tresses by Kim K. What better time to start incorporating self-care into your lives since we've been staying home more? Melanin Tresses by Kim K has you covered for hair care. Whether you're trying to grow your hair back after a big chop or you're struggling to maintain length and achieve thickness, they have an oil for you. All melanin tresses by Kim K products are all natural and handcrafted with you in mind. Their oils and butters are infused with Avriotic blends, Jamaican black castor oil, and essential oils. The oils repair and help grow long, thick, healthy hair. They're currently offering a buy one, get one half off scalp massagers to pair with your oils. So go ahead and shop now at www.melanintresses.bykimk.com and all the information will be in the show notes. Okay, beauties, let's get straight into these trending topics. So the first one, Ariana Grande is engaged. That's right. The singer is engaged for the third time to her now fiance, Dalton Gomez. Um, They've been dating each other for, I guess, a little over a year now. And he proposed with a lovely pearl ring. Part of the ring was uh, made from her grandfather's pin. Um, and you know, has sentimental purpose. And a lot of people are wondering why it looked like that, that, that has something to do with it. Um, and if you're wondering who she was previously engaged to the late Mac Miller, um, as well as, uh, Pete Davison from SNL and then Dalton would be the third man who proposed to her. So, you know, originally I was just like, Oh girl, but one of my friends and I, we were talking about the situation and they were like, somebody posted in a tweet that she's not afraid to love again. And she's always opening her heart to people. And, um, you know, they think that that's beautiful and it really is. I mean, I like her music. Um, I think they're little, you know, bops and different things that I really like about her music that I listen to it all the time. Um, it's definitely was in my top played this year. So, you know, the music is there for me. But I don't know. I just think sometimes when you've gotten it wrong a couple times, there's nothing wrong with kind of keeping your relationship private and just taking your time and really just feeling out the situation. But, you know, she's rich and rich people don't date like us. They don't marry like us. It's a different situation for them. So best of luck to the couple. And, you know, we wish them many years of happiness. Maybe this is the one. We don't know. Like she probably don't even know. Like nobody knows. (laughs) But we wish her the best of luck. Okay, moving on. Too Short and E-40 did it for the Bay this past Saturday in their versus battle. Um, Last week, you know, everybody was upset 
Ashanti came down with COVID. And so the Ashanti versus Keisha Cole battle was postponed until January 9th. So we did get a battle this week that did end up going off too short and E40. And, you know, they battled for the Bay. And of course, the winner was the Bay. I mean, I had no idea the history behind E40's rapping and Too Short. And I actually watched it um, with my fiance. We watched it at the same time. And I was just like, you know, this is this is good. Like, this is good. I'm glad they did this. Um, and we both really enjoyed watching it together and dancing and having a good time. So I would say they definitely had a good old time too. They were definitely going to be some memes coming out of the two of them because they got wasted like most people do on verses towards the end of the verses. They were just gone. So that was fun to watch and just the different stories and what they've been around and who they've been around. So that was, that was really good to see your favorite rapper, you know, learn something from these rappers. So I really enjoyed watching that verses. Um, the next topic, Sierra does it for Jersey and Baltimore. So I guess people just repping now. I don't even, I think she's from Atlanta, but in her remix of her song rooted, she did a, um, the remix was done by Al Rich and it is Baltimore club slash Jersey club style. So, um, for those of you that listen every week, I am a Jersey girl, even though I wasn't born here, I moved here when I was about two. So I rep Jersey all day, every day, and especially on Sundays. And when I heard the remix and I heard people yelling Jersey, I was like, Oh, hold on. I got to listen to this. I got to listen to this. So I go and listen to the video first. The, um, she also put out like a dance mix to the end of the song. The whole song is about like four minutes. The last two minutes are the part that you want to listen to. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but that's the part where it like picks up and that's where you really hear like the Jersey Baltimore part. So I heard Jersey and I'm like, wait, what? So I'm watching the dance. I'm watching the dancers. It's all, you know, Jersey club, Baltimore club. They went off. I mean, just off. It gave me so much life with the blue. I mean, the blue, the white sneakers, the footwork, the precision, the bouncing, all men just getting it. It just looked fantastic. Um, one of my friends came in my comments and was like, oh yeah, some of the guys are from Jersey. I saw some had like Jersey on their hats and stuff like that, but it was really, really good. It really gave me life. I downloaded the song as soon as my little fingers could move. Um, and you know, we see you Cece, we see you out here. Like, I don't know what made you just want to rep Jersey and Baltimore like that, but you know, we appreciate you. I enjoyed it. And, um, we're going to move on. So the next, oh, this is, this probably should have been the first topic. The COVID vaccine by Pfizer is out, y'all. The vaccine is out, um, and they are trying to roll it out to as many people that choose to take it, that can have it available. Um, people in our leadership, President-elect Joe Biden, um, the current Vice President Mike Pence, Congressperson um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I mess up her name, but I love you, AOC. I'm sorry I cannot get your name right, but I love you. Um, they all have taken the vaccine publicly um, to show solidarity. I know there's a lot of people out there, um, especially people of color that do not trust vaccines, especially in the first round after, you know, the Tuskegee experiment and other experiments where they, you know, used black bodies as lab rats and things like that. So I definitely understand a lot of people's, 
um, hesitation to get the vaccine. And I think these Congress people, these elected officials, they're trying to get out there and show people that they're taking the vaccine because ultimately my opinion is people want to take the vaccine. They can take it. People don't want to take it. That's okay too. As long as enough people take it to start to lower the curve and start to drop some of these numbers, the sooner that we can all get back to our day-to-day regular lives. So that's definitely what I'm pushing for. Um, not trying to go into a whole nother year, you know, in the house. So if people take it and it starts to lower the curve and we can start to kind of get a hold of this pandemic and get it under control a little more, then I'm definitely all for that. Um, so the next topic, Super Bowl is coming up in February and this year it's sponsored by Louis Vuitton. And they're doing something special this year where only healthcare workers are going to be in attendance. Um, and the weekend is set to perform. He got his little, you know, special concert that he's going to do. Uh, they'll probably do some kind of social distancing within the, um, stadium. And so it's definitely going to be something where it's to be social distanced, all healthcare workers, all people that have taken the vaccine, um, apparently. And it seems like a nice gesture. I just hope that they definitely gift the tickets to, um, to the healthcare workers and don't just give them to them discounted or expect them to buy them, but just to give them the tickets. I mean, if anybody has the money, it's Louis Vuitton. I don't even wonder. I know so many people that took their first stimulus check and went and bought a Neverfull. I know they have money at Louis Vuitton. Don't get me started. <laughs> I definitely know they have the money. So I hope they gift the healthcare workers the tickets and, um, you know, just continue that gesture through. Don't, you know, stop shorthanded with that. Which leads us to our next topic, the $600 STEMI. So that's right, you guys. Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell have finally come to a conclusion on what amount is appropriate for working American class families. And they said $600 is what they came to. Now, for a lot of Americans, this is a slap in the face, as it was noted by a lot of um, analysts and people on both sides, you know, Fox and CNN and CNBC. This is something we can all agree on. $600 is not enough for the average family. Um, Every adult making under the stated amount will receive the $600 stimulus, and they said it may come as early as next week and before the new year. Uh, I just, I just don't know what to say. I really feel like as long as it took them to get this stimulus package together, they could have put more thought into it. I understand why it had to happen like this, but I do blame the Republican driven Senate for thinking that 1200 was too much and thinking that they really didn't need to give another stimulus. I mean, it just, I just wondered in my, to myself, like what makes them not connect the dots between a living wage, what people can live on and what you just want to throw out there as a good number. Where did they get $600 from when the average rent across the United States of America is 1200 to $1,300 per family? Where did you get $600 from? I guess they expect both working adults to put it, to put their $600 together 
and and somehow make a way i mean and that's only rent that doesn't include food doesn't include internet all these kids are going to school online now they have to have internet in the home they have to have a chromebook they have to have a laptop they have to have headphones because usually it's different grades in the home trying to learn at the same time so needless to say six hundred dollars is not enough and people are very upset about this and um Hopefully it will hit before the new year, but this just cannot be the end of the relief program. They're going to have to go back to the table on that, in my opinion. All right. And another um, much awaited topic, the Braxtons. So I covered the Braxtons in a mini sip probably about a month and a half ago. And then since then, I've been updating here and there about what's going on. And um, one of my lovely... Uh, tea talk with shot instagram followers was like wait what's going on with the braxtons they'll talk about them in a while so here you go um update on the braxtons so trina did get married to her longtime boyfriend vaughn in an episode a couple weeks ago but trina's wedding and her vows were not the highlight of the wedding tracy actually got into it with not only her mother but her sister Tamar and then eventually her older sister Tawanda. So there was a lot going on um, at Trina's wedding. Apparently um, Tracy was walking in holding her sister's gown and she tripped on her pants because her pants weren't hemmed at the bottom. She tripped on her pants. She fell into a plant. It was really embarrassing. And people began to wonder if she was drunk. And so the whole thing was just thrown off because people thought she was drunk at her sister's wedding. And, you know, she's fallen all over herself. The wedding had just began and she was already looking like she was intoxicated. So that was the first thing. And then, um, the sisters always joke that their dad can't sing and they got their singing gift from their mom and her side of the family. And so he got up, their father got up and sang to Trina. And that's when everything kind of like unfurled at the wedding because Tracy got up and went to help her father sing the song, kind of help him a little bit because he was off key. He couldn't remember the words, you know, he's an older man. And so it got back to Tracy that somebody was making fun of the way she was singing and that got her upset. And she just basically went to the side to get some time for herself. And then she was followed by a couple of the other sisters and then eventually her mother. Um, and it was just, it was just hard to watch in a way because they've came so far, then they regress, then they come so far when they regress. But I think it just really goes to show like once something is really, really torn apart in a family, it just takes so long to repair and it takes time. You can't just sweep things under the rug and expect them to be better the next time you all get together as a family. And I think that happens so often. She's still dealing with the loss of her niece, Lauren, who she helped raise because they're all from um, Maryland. They all lived close together and stuff like that. So that was definitely something that really hit home for her, maybe than other of her sisters uh, that were also her, their aunts, but didn't live in the same state and weren't as close to Lauren. Um, and then as far as Tamar goes, I mean, it looks like she's still estranged from her family. I enjoy her podcast. So I listen to that weekly. And um, from the looks of it, it seems like she is still estranged from her family. And um, that's kind of where it's been left since she did the filming for her sister's wedding. I don't think she's in the rest of this season of the Braxton's. So that's kind of where that is. So I hope that update was good.
<laughs> um, and I will continue to keep you guys updated as more things happen. And then the last topic today, Tiana Taylor has been named creative director for Pretty Little Thing. So a couple weeks ago, again, we talked about Tiana wanting to leave music and retire from music. And, you know, she just didn't feel like she was being appreciated for everything she put into her music career. Then we find out that she was, you know, not just stepping away from music, but also stepping into fashion. So the fast fashion line, Pretty Little Thing um, you know, creates fashion looks, what's trending, what's going on right now, what's popular. This is stuff you'll find on their website. And Tiana has been named their new creative director. Um, and they feature different collections by little Kim and Doja Cat. And now Sweetie is also doing a collaboration of her favorite items that she's picked out that you can shop her collection on their website as well. So go check that out. Support Tiana and her new venture. And you know, we love to see it. I, I hope she makes music again someday, but if she doesn't, it's obvious that she has many other talents and she's going to step into these other talents that she has. And I'm looking forward to see what she does, a pretty little thing, how she ele- elevates it and makes it into something even more than what it is now. Okay, my beauties, these have been our trending topics for today. Stay tuned for our sports report. Hello, hello, hello out there. This is J Rob with the sports update. I will be covering week 15 of the NFL. So let's get started. The Cincinnati Bengals shocked the world and defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers. After starting the season 11 and 0, the Steelers have lost three games in a row. The Arizona Cardinals defeated the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cardinals move to a record of 8 and 6 on the season and they keep their playoff hopes alive. The Indianapolis Colts beat the Houston Texans. The Colts quarterback, Phillip Rivers, threw for 228 yards and two touchdown passes. The Tennessee Titans destroyed the Detroit Lions. The Titans beat the Lions by 21 points to improve to a 10-4 record. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated the Atlanta Falcons. The Buccaneers were down 17-0 at the half and came all the way back to win the game. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. By winning this game, Baltimore still has hope for a wild card spot in the AFC. The Miami Dolphins defeated the New England Patriots. The Patriots will not be in the playoffs after 11 straight appearances. The Chicago Bears beat the Minnesota Vikings. The Chicago Bears running back David Montgomery rushed for 146 yards and two touchdowns. The Seattle Seahawks defeated the Washington football team. Seattle led 13-3 at the half and never looked back. The Dallas Cowboys beat the San Francisco 49ers. The Cowboys improved to a record of Five and nine that puts them second place in the NFC East. The New York Jets defeated the Los Angeles Rams. The Jets get their first win of the season. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the New Orleans Saints. This matchup could be a Super Bowl preview. The Cleveland Browns defeated the New York Giants. The Browns 
earned their first 10 win season since 2007. The Buffalo Bills destroyed the Denver Broncos. The Buffalo Bills earned their first AFC East title since 1995. The Green Bay Packers beat the Carolina Panthers. The Packers improved to a record of 11-3 on the season and they are first seed in the NFC. The Los Angeles Chargers defeated the Las Vegas Raiders. This overtime thriller was a crushing blow to the Las Vegas Raiders playoff aspirations. And this has been the Sports Update with J-Rob. Have an awesome week. Okay, my beauty, say it with me. This is my favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> but it really is. This is when we talk about um something that hasn't really been spoke about or something that I feel like you need to shine a light on, give a little more context to. And today we are talking about Forex. Now, if you haven't seen Forex, you know, different people posting those analytical grids of stocks that they're trading up and down, different stocks names, join their team, etc. If you've been wondering what that is, what what's going on with it, what's it about, then this deep dive is definitely for you. I think this is one of the highest rated um polls that we had on our Instagram what people wanted to learn about and it was this um this trading platform. So today we're going to be getting into it. And I also just want to put at the top, you know, I have nothing against um, anybody that's making money this way. I have nothing against people that are building teams in an MLM um, that promote this. But I just want you to be educated all the way around about what Forex is. And the, you know, like I always do, I give you the good, I give you the bad, I give you the in-between and you come to your own conclusion and I'll give you my opinion. Um, but I don't want people to come into this topic thinking that I'm coming to bash this way of making money because some people are making money at it and I'm not coming in to bash that. So I just want to put that at the top for those that are, may feel some type of way at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let's get into Forex. So Forex, just by definition, is a foreign exchange market. Um, It's a globalized, decentralized, over-the-counter market for trading currencies. So let's unpack some of that. So global decentralized just means that all over the world, people can trade in this market and it's not centralized by any one governing body. There's nobody that comes in and regulates the trade that goes on in the Forex market. So that's something you need to keep in your pocket. And remember in the, um, United States Stock Exchange and other markets, you know, things are more heavily regulated. There's rules that they have to go by. There's safe havens. You can only lose so much. You can only gain so much. You know, at one point, you know, I remember when I was working in finance, they actually closed the stock market because the stock market was tanking so bad. They closed it for the day um, to basically save economies that were trading in the market. So it's decentralized completely. So it definitely is an over-the-counter market for trading currencies, different types of money, you know, yen to dollar, euro to, I can't think of another currency, but a currency, right? Okay. So another thing you can, like, you can take home about this market is that anyone can trade in it. 
Like I said, there's no oversight in any of the trades. So you're basically out there trading on your own. And the market has been described as four experienced traders who have studied and learned the ebbs and flows of the market. So this is kind of like a index for who should be trading in this market. When you look at different markets, certain things, you know, you can get into a nice penny stock or a dependable mortgage stock or Amazon, the big ones, the ones that will more likely consistently continue to make money and you'll be able to up your investment um, by, you know, by buying this kind of stock. What they're saying here is that this market is for experienced traders who have studied what this market is. And it's a market for trading currencies. So a person that's done their homework, a person that's logged on and seen what some of these different currencies are doing day to day and what they looked like last week and what they looked like last month and what they looked like last year this time. So this is all important information that you need to know. And I think that studying the market comes up a lot if you go out and do your own research about this topic. And I that's what they mean. Learning the trends of the market. When is, you know, this currency high? When is this currency low? Has this currency ever bottomed out completely where it needed a bailout or they had to create a new currency in that state? You know, these are all things that you need to really understand before you start trading in this market. And then some other tips um, for trading in this market are to trade in pairs. So you can gauge the value of the currency at all times. Um, and you can kind of look at the currency that you're probably more familiar with against another currency. So trading in pairs is just saying that you want to trade in dollars and you also want to trade in euros. You want to be able to look at your trade from your dollar perspective and from your euro perspective. So you see where you are at all times when you're reading your stocks, when you're reading your graphs and you're reading your trendings, you want to know what's going on with your money. You want to know what's going on with your investment. When you trade in pairs, that's a little easier to see the um, curvature of your investment, how it's going up, how it's going down, how it went last week or the week before. When you trade in pairs, you can always compare the two currencies that you have in that trade. Um, and I also think another tip is to start low and just learn the market. You want to get your feet wet. You want to get into this market, you know, the foreign exchange market. And it's something that you're interested in. And, you know, you have some money that you don't need that you want to um, let it make money for you. Then that's where I would say to start. I wouldn't say, you know, take all the capital that you have saved and throw it in the Forex market. I mean, you never want to do that with any kind of capital when you're investing. You always want to diversify your investment. You want to put some here. You want to put some there. You want to save some, you know, just in a regular flat savings account as a um, nest egg. If all your investments fail, that you still have something to live off and something to fall back on. Um, and that's just general investment knowledge for all those out there. Um, so let's get into the more, I guess you could say the, the more controversial part. Nobody contends that Forex is a real market. Nobody contends you can make money in it, but let's talk about the MLM portion of it. 
So one of the most popular MLMs, um, and MLMs are uh, multi-level marketing companies, and they basically work on not just selling a product or a service, but they also work on building teams and making money from the people that you recruit onto your team. That's what makes it an MLM. So um, you have multiple streams of income coming in um, that creates your complete salary. One of them is called the most popular one that I found in the, the research of this story is iMarkets Live. And this is an academy that promotes Forex trading. And these academies charge a monthly fee on a different scale. Um, you know, some being more expensive, some being less expensive. They charge these monthly fees for the classes, for the mentorship, for the knowledge that they give the people that join them. Then they also encourage you as a buyer of these courses to build your own team and profit off of those that buy in after you. And like I said, that's what makes it an MLM. You're not only receiving the money from your trades, you're also receiving the money from the people that you recruit to be on your team. And you're being instructed to do that from people who recruited you. So that's kind of what makes it an MLM. And I mean, I don't really have too much to say about that, except that you can trade in this market without being a part of this group. And that may be more beneficial to you. You really have to think about how these companies make their money. Are they making their money from your trades or are they making your money from your monthly fee and from the people that you bring in to the company? You know, and that's just something that you kind of have to decide if that's right for you or if it's not right for you. Like any MLM, I mean, the MLMs that are truly pyramid schemes usually get shut down. The MLMs that are functioning multi-level marketing companies have been around for years and years and years like Amway. You know, there are ones out there that are following the rules you know, and the laws enough to be able to stay open. So there are some that are legitimate, but it really comes down to what you want to do, how you want to earn your money. And I guess I'll leave it at that. So my final thoughts on the whole thing is that in order to trade in this market, you need to really take your time and invest um, into what this market is. You know, there's like I always think to myself, a good decision will be a good decision tomorrow. It'll be a good decision next week. And it'll be a good decision two years from now. If you need to take 30 days to watch the trends of this market and to really understand this market before you put your money into it, take the time. It will, if it's a good investment for you and you want to do it, it'll still be a good investment 30 days from now. Take your time and learn all the things that I was talking about. And another thing is you have to look at it for what it is. Like I'm a novice. I looked at this stuff. I read through it. I've worked in finance for about four and a half years. Um, and I still had to read it and read it again for understanding. If anything that I said in this short little 10 minutes didn't make sense to you, my personal opinion is you need more time to learn the market. Everything that I've been talking about is the basics of basic. If this was confusing in any way, you need more time to learn the market. I don't think that it's the time now for you to make this kind of investment. And that's just my personal opinion. Another final thought is start small. 
don't sink a ton of capital into this system. And I know we already talked about it, but I think it's worth repeating. When you get excited about something, especially if you start making money in this system and you've been making money, you've been making money, you've been growing your investment larger and larger. Now you're thinking, all right, it's time. I want to drop 10K in this. You, that, no. <laughs> no. Learn when, even after you start making money in it, start small and go up gradually. Remember, this is an investment. It's supposed to make you money. It's not a gamble. I think that's something I probably should have said in the beginning. This is not gambling. This is investing. This is supposed to grow your wealth and and make you more money. If it feels like you're gambling, you win some, you lose some, you win some, you lose some, you know, you're doing all this back and forth, then that's that's not a that's not a good way for you to be investing your money. If you're really trying to grow and make money. If, you know, you're riding the wave for a big windfall, then, you know, that's a different situation. But if you're investing with the intent to make money and really grow your portfolio, really grow your wealth, then you this is what you need to do. You need to learn, you need to take it easy and all these other things we talked about. And last but not least, don't leave your common sense at the door when you start to trade. If something doesn't seem right, and this is for this MLM, if you decide to go with it or any kind of training, trading, if you trade independently, you cannot leave your common sense at the door. You have to take it with you. You have to think through things. If you're in iMarkets Live or any of their competitors and people are telling you to do things, you know, are not right. You don't feel comfortable doing it, you know, whatever it may be. I'm not even going to I'm not even going to try to assume what they may say to people, but whatever it may be, and you feel as though it's not something that you should do, don't do it. Do not leave your common sense at the door. If somebody's telling you to do this trade, do that trade, move your money here, move your money there. It's your money at the end of the day, and you have to make the decision. You can't be forced by people, especially when you're putting big chunks of money into something. You can't be forced by anybody to, um to do something that you're not ready to do, especially when it involves, you know, your nest egg, the money you would have to live off. God forbid something happens. If COVID has taught us anything is that you have to have a savings account. You have to have a nest egg. You can't live off by the seat of your pants. You just can't. There's no way for you to build wealth that way. And for more information on this topic, if you want to look into it, you're ready. And you know, there's things you want to learn and understand. Um, as per usual, I pulled all my, or most of my investing information from Investopia. Uh, Google was actually a great resource. They had tons of simple language instructions for trading in the Forex market. And then Yahoo Finance also has, um, a lot of great articles on Forex, the different trends that are going on. That might be something that you might just want to click into and follow for daily instruction on what's trending, what's up, what's down, what other people are trading on and stuff like that, that Yahoo Finance has all of that there. And I hope that this was something that all of you guys that wanted to learn a little bit about Forex were able to really kind of latch onto what it is, what it can do for you and all the different things that are a part of it and maybe look more into it and see if it's a good investment option for you. Um, it has been for some other people, it might be for you. So, you know, why not look into it and really understand if this is a good investment opportunity for you or not. Thank you for listening to this deep dive and stay tuned for the outro comments.
Okay, my beauties, this is my least favorite part of the podcast. This is where I have to say goodbye to you. Thank you guys all for listening, sharing the podcast, joining our Facebook group, joining our Instagram, and just generally saying great things about the podcast, the messages, um, the comments, everything. I read all of them. I really, really appreciate it. If I ever forget to tell you that, um, just know that it's my mouth and my brain, not my heart, because I really do appreciate you guys listening and taking the time to listen to the podcast, promote the podcast on your own, and just all the wonderful things you do to help Tea Talk with Shaw grow. As always, uh, rest the cops that kill Brianna Taylor. We will not stop until she gets the justice that she deserves. Have a beautiful day or night wherever you are. And I love you for listening. Bye. Happy holidays.